Hardwired for Life. morning that's Jenna Rowling and that is Sharon Lucy and we have a great subject today we do it's kind of a, a challenging subject actually uh, yeah so we'll see <laughs> how this goes right we've never done this one before not on our part nothing I don't think we did we, this we anywhere yet it. yeah and we've done like I don't know how many podcasts um I, like 50 60 Something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, we've done this for a little while, and um, still, we haven't done mm -mm. free will. And, you know, this came up uh, basically as we were having conversations about, um, I think, how people were getting healed or not healed or mm -hmm. different things that were really prominent with people that we ministered to. So, Yeah, it's like with the healing or with really with anything that we pray mm -hmm. uh, to God to heal to you know and then we do that we pray and we pray and sometimes we pray for a very long time and um, we have to wait for it which we'll talk about uh, in this but sometimes it's just like can't you just Lord please heal me now and then <laughs> there's also the free will in terms of you know I'm okay being sick or not looking to to dig into the roots of the matter of whatever needs to be healed mm -hmm. because there's always this well it's sin mm -hmm. that sin and death right so that's what we're dealing with here and i mean that's what illness is mm -hmm. it's it's sin and death and so are what are we sinning well how are we sinning that's causing us to be sick or causing something to not be healed and a lot of people talk about faith you don't have enough faith when that happens but and yes, faith is a big part of it, but there's also this free will part that the person chooses mm -hmm. subconsciously or consciously. Mm -hmm. You know, it can go either way. Right. Uh, so, yeah, free will is a is a big topic for for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and we're like, what is it? What is it? How do we do it? What does the Bible say about it? Right. So, this is kind of interesting. I looked up free will. I I just said define free will. I googled it and it says that it's an, a noun and it says the power of acting without constraint of necessity of fate the ability to act on one's own discretion mm -hmm. so and then as an adjective it's um, something that's given freely or voluntarily mm -hmm. but we're really looking at the noun part and the the ability to act at one's own discretion like yeah, that really describes it. But I think Sharon has a really good description mm -hmm. of free will that she found. Mm -hmm. that, that we'd like yeah, to. sometimes we like to look at all the aspects just so we have a good handle on it. Exactly. So this one is, um, and I actually asked the question that's here, what is the difference between freedom and free will? If it is true that right and wrong exist, then free will is the unlimited allowance of whatever any individual wants to do whether good or bad, including, here's the ugly stuff, rape, school shootings, adultery, mass murder, 
and more. Freedom, on the other hand, is when an individual follows the laws which God has established in his word. So we have a free will choice based on that statement to either seek God out for our life and seek him out for what's best for us, or we can just throw all caution to the wind and do whatever we want and basically suffer the consequences. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so there are two things here. The first thing is that um, when we suffer those consequences, when we do that free will thing, Mm -hmm. we're just like, I'm just going to make this decision on my own. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can seriously get into trouble. Right. Doing that. And so, so some people get to a point where they don't even make decisions because if you make a decision, you have to be responsible for the outcome. And so this, so the same thing happens with free will because making decisions, you, we have a big responsibility, um, right. to follow through, to make sure that we are making the right decision, which means really to bring God in the, in the mix, mm-hmm. you know, like. I, I, I mean, it's obvious, but um, I think a lot of people don't do it, especially subconsciously. Like, I'm really thinking about this in terms of subconsciously. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that we do things without realizing we're doing them. You know, we mm. make decisions without realizing. And what did you say about decisions? Well, it it's really interesting because it ha- they always they're going to have a consequence, but they also affect other people. Exactly. Whether we think so or not. There's like a ripple effect. Yeah, like people go, oh well, it's okay to sin whatever it is because it only affects me. Baloney. Hello, you have no idea. Like the like the ripple effect is right. so intense. Yeah. If you really sit down and look at all that, you would be surprised at how much your decisions. Affect other people, good and bad, obviously. We have good, too, you know. But I think uh, often we don't understand that free will choice does have responsibility and consequences. Yeah, exactly. And another thing is that sometimes people, they just do this, like, you know, whatever. God's got it. God's Mm -hmm. in control. Yeah. And he's not in control. He's... In charge, mm-hmm. meaning that he, the free will, he's given us free will. So we're the ones in control of how we get to our destination, mm-hmm. how we travel that journey. And so we wanted to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that, about the path that you're on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you're on that path, uh, whether you like it or not, you're making finite choices, choice upon choice upon choice is going to get you to that destination. You could almost look at that as a goal also. You could look at it in those terms, but in the terms of walking with God, it's a journey. And you you are responsible for getting there. No one else can do it for you and no one else can walk it out for you. You are the one making the decisions on your path. The wisest thing, of course, is to ask God. <laughs> Where are we going? Where what are, are we, we doing? <laughs> and <Yeah>. why? <laughs> which is which is really, you know, goes into walking in the spirit. And I don't want to uh, rabbit trail down Yeah, we don't want to diverse. At all. But um, we still need, you know, he gives us that path. He, he helps us out when we need it. Um, our, I'm like blocked for a moment. My free will is getting in the way. Um, God wants us to choose him. 
so part of this free will thing mm-hmm. is that you know God made us he, he made us not not anyone else he, he, they, we're the only mm-hmm. creature that he made that has the ability to make our own decisions and that are, are made in his image mm-hmm. which is critical to to the whole free will thing it's like you know we're supposed to be more like Jesus we're supposed to get to that point where we're you know, we're walking in the mm-hmm. spirit and we're more like Jesus and we're checking in with Father mm-hmm. constantly and, you know, walking that path, that narrow road of righteousness, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is... Narrow. Really, really... It's kind of like a razor blade. There. Pretty much. <laughs> it keeps getting smaller and smaller, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing because that's what, uh, that's what happens. So God wants us to choose him. I'm looking down at my notes, and as you see, if you can even see, <laughs> they're really, really not done very well, so I can't read them, you know, and, and I'm the one that made it, <laughs> so it's even worse. We brainstormed, of course, before we uh, started talking about this, but I think that there's, um, you know, that it all goes back to love, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what... That's mm-hmm. what God wants for us, mm-hmm. and, and those are the, again, I'm saying, those are the, the two main commandments, you know, that Jesus said mm-hmm. to love the Father and love others as you love yourself. Yeah. So, we've got to make free, our free will decisions need to, they affect others, so they need to include others. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, now, I don't know much about this. No, I don't. <laughs> But uh, sometimes people like to control things, <laughs> oh, which boy. means controlling other people. Right, often in those often. decisions that you're making. Yes. Yes, whether you know it or not. or exactly. And that goes back to your heart motive. Yes. What's yes. the heart motive? What, what, yeah, mm-hmm. For what reason are you doing whatever, asking mm-hmm. whatever, making whatever decisions? Oh, my gosh. But, it, yeah, it, it free will forces us, you know, to... To be responsible through decision making, and this is something that the devil hates. Or mm-hmm. he, he uses it. He, um, if he can take away our ability to make decisions, mm-hmm. which, it, if you grew up in a broken home or you know rough childhood or had some trauma, um, it's it can be difficult to make decisions and. And the right ones. The right decisions. So the enemy, if he can, if he can ruin that in your life, and I know a lot of people who can't There's make so, decisions. So many people that have such a hard time. Uh, you know, and I had a hard time with it too when mm-hmm. I was younger. Ooh, lights are hot. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, my mic is coming off. I know, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, if the devil can stop us in any way, shape, or form, of course, because he's here to kill, steal, and destroy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if he can take away our decision-making abilities, mm-hmm. man, he wins. Yeah, because that, that free will is your seat of choice. So everything that happens before that, the incoming information, the emotional quotient on it, uh, really can mess that up. Uh, but, you know, that's what Satan's trying to do. He's trying to get you off off kilter yes yes and if he can do that if he keeps us from doing from making life-giving decisions yes 
um, he's he's winning. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I mean a lot of people are afraid. There's just to give you some uh, like a tip, I guess, is that if you Google decision making, like if you if you look for that uh, online, you'll find a bunch of help out there that will teach you how to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Teach you teach you teaches you to like prioritize what you're doing yes. and then the look at the the consequences of the decisions yeah the, look at who mm-hmm. the, de- the decision is impacting mm-hmm. and you know check your heart motivation mm-hmm. as well as you're mm-hmm. you know getting some resources out there mm-hmm. it, it's a big thing you know i mean we we learn it a lot of us learn it when we're working uh in a team setting or at a more corporate environment mm-hmm. um you know if you want to be a manager or a leader you're gonna have to learn the decision making process you, you know you're yeah. gonna have to and um, hopefully you parents okay. let your kids pick their clothes ask yeah. them if they want pbj butter jelly <laughs> or tuna or, <laughs> or whatever you have salad yeah you know when they start growing up they start they need to make their own decisions and even even if the decision is not right or yeah. they're gonna fall down and they're gonna get a little hurt but that's they're they're learning how to do that they're learning how to decide so even when they're little it's important mm-hmm. and for growing teenagers as well i'm like <laughs> i've got a growing teenager she's got little grandkids yeah there are yeah <laughs> oh my goodness yeah a handful so you know it's a choice to serve god and free will gives us that choice you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's a really difficult thing for people. Um, you know, there's scripture in Matthew, I want to say 16 or 17, somewhere where, you know, it talks about, the Bible talks about picking up our cross mm-hmm. um, and follow him. Pick up your cross and follow him. But a little bit later it says daily. So we're mm-hmm. supposed to pick up our cross daily. Mm-hmm. That is not a surprise. Uh, scripture, that's not the only place that it talks about. Um, even the disciples had challenges with this mm-hmm. uh, before uh, Jesus was crucified. So we've got to look at all the parameters of our life on a daily basis. I know that sounds like a lot of work maybe, but it's not. Like once you, mm-hmm. once you get in the habit of choosing God, Every day, mm-hmm. it becomes a lot easier. And when it's difficult, it's because we don't want to give up something that we're doing or that we have. You know, right. it's like, mm-hmm. and really, it's a, it's becoming righteous, becoming sanctified uh, as as His child. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a daily choice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's an hourly choice. You know, it depends on what you're struggling with. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I, I always say in the struggle, just put your eyes back on Jesus, you know, like Peter walking on water, mm-hmm. you know, he took his eyes off the Lord and he started to sink. So, but Jesus helped him right back up again, which is awesome. So as we both put on our eyes and look at our notes, <laughs> oh, we need to talk about, um, the waiting. Yeah. The waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
a lot of times we make a decision and we actually put that decision in the form of a prayer, right? Um, sometimes. Or we just let God know that this is what we want to mm -hmm. do. Uh, check in to see if he's okay with it. Maybe he's not, but he'll, he'll let you make a mistake, just like we let our kids make mistakes. And uh, you can get back up again. So, um, God, when we wait, like, I guess the question is, why do we wait? You know, we pray, right? We ask God. And then if it doesn't happen immediately, we're like, what happened? You mm -hmm. know, what did I do wrong? What did, is, mm -hmm. did I sin? Did I, you know, and sometimes it could be years or almost mm -hmm. a lifetime for that mm -hmm. thing that you're asking for. Comes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, you know, and then here's where people will say, well, maybe it's not God's will for you. Yeah. They're quick to judge. So don't tell people what you're praying for. <laughs> Sorry, it's true. <laughs> I think she means be careful who you tell certain things uh, that you're praying for. Oh my goodness, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but the waiting is really, it, it can be very, very hard. And then a lot of times you're going to get a lot of resistance. Uh, people are going to, people watch you, how you walk your life out, walk your road, walk your journey, and they watch you. So... If you are, I'm going to say this, if you really got your eyes on the Lord, you're not worried about what everybody else is doing. Right. You're waiting, but people may have something to say about it. And you have to learn to resist that and not agree with what they're saying about your life. I've had that happen so many times. And if I had done what they thought I should do, I mean, this is offered information. This wasn't anything I asked for. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be in the place I'm in today. Yeah. So there's always waiting involved. I'm, okay, I'm trying to listen to the Lord mm -hmm. right now. And what he's showing me to do is this. <laughs> and That's he's funny. showing, it is, it's, it's sad but funny. And he's showing me that it's really, um, we need to be listening to him at this moment, mm -hmm. right here, right mm -hmm. now, and see what he has to say, because I'm sensing some stuff in the spirit, and um, mm -hmm. not quite sure what it is yet, haven't really totally tuned in, uh, however, we did just have an experience when we went to Oh yeah. Yeah, to this to this store. Mm -hmm. And we walked in and I was focused on the people and Sharon was focused on I was feeling. Yeah, she was feeling <laughs> because that I've I've even mentioned before that this little shop is kind of dark, like mm -hmm. there's some stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And every time I walk in I can see just like <laughs> it's like gunk in the back room, you know, and I just kinda like stay away from it. Um but this time we came in with, with like, whoosh, with God, you know, following us behind is what you were seeing or yeah. sensing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I was watching the people who I see often mm -hmm. and one of them got up to, to help me and kind of like tripped and I was like, oh shoot, don't trip. And then the woman, his wife, 
she usually recognizes my voice. She, if the door is open, she looks to see and she'll come over. She's hugged me. She's like, Hey mama, you know, we're talking. And, um, today when we went in, she didn't even look up and I was the one that had to talk to her first and say hello. And it, that was weird. It was odd. It was like the, I don't know. There was just something about that. I feel like God is, is here and with us and mm -hmm. obviously he's here and he's with us mm -hmm. or two or more are gathered right but I think I think he wants us to talk about free will in terms of like daily life mm -hmm. you know like what are the decisions that we make on a daily basis that affect not only ourselves but other people and it's going to affect people spiritually as well as um, emotionally or mentally uh, so so that brings up that, that hold on it brings up emotions emotions are the hot topic right now I think okay so connecting connecting the dots connecting sorry I do that sometimes with holy Holy Spirit speaks to us. We kind of check out for a second just because we're listening uh, and we want to hear his voice correctly. So I'm not trying to be weird. <laughs> so free will. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel it's important that we re recognize that again God gave us free will in his image and he needs for us to step up and make the decisions that we need to make do what he says we're supposed to do so that the entire body of Christ the whole bride can move forward effectively mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because right now we are not as one. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there are many, many, many people falling out of churches, um, out of the church environment. And Sharon and I have done that too. We have backstories. We won't have to go into that. But um, we need to be coming together. And we're believing that, that things like this, you know, talking with you on mm -hmm. a video is one of those ways that we can come together. And it's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, I can really see, I can see where he's like, he's really the God. When I say he, <laughs> he, he's like pushing us forward and kind of, it's kind of like the bumpers on the bowling lane. No. Uh -huh. It's kind of mm -hmm. like that. So we're in control and we're making decisions, we could either go straight down the middle, asking his help the whole way, and co-laboring, co-creating with him, mm -hmm. or we can get bumped off the side and, you know, put back into, on the path, you might say. So, yeah, mm -hmm. spill, because... Well, I think what's interesting is the... 
Okay, hold on. Wow. <laughs> hold on, Lord. We knew going into this. <clears throat> I think Sharon even said it. She's like, I think it's going to be different than what we've talked about. <laughs> it was a like, different day. Okay. Um, whatever. Holy Spirit wants. Hold on. I was picking some of this up yesterday, actually, already. So. Oh, very cool. Okay. Uh, okay. He's just saying, I'll just say that. We're in the new era. We know that, but we're going to say it again. Um, in your free will choices, be open to just do what he tells you to do. Okay, what I'm hearing, I'm seeing some interesting things too. <clears throat> this is really interesting. He is saying just go because he is getting rid of all of the hindrances, yes. all the the interference, the interruption, the distractions. Um, okay. Okay. I can tell you this. Uh, I was reading yesterday, God in the Apocrypha. I don't know why, except for the Holy Spirit. So in second Esdras chapter 16, verse 50, it states that righteousness is going to come face to face with uncovering sin, which is interesting because that's what's going on right now and uproot all the evil right so this is what's happening and maybe this is what i felt today okay. going in there because i felt righteousness. like righteousness yes <sighs> i felt the power and it says righteousness um is okay it goes into explains that her defender is righteousness so that's yes okay so what I'm trying to get to is because of the spiritual atmosphere we're in, I'm hearing the Lord say right now that we're going to, we're going to have a lot of, um, instantaneous moments okay. of just doing what he tells you to do. And I'm also hearing he's clearing the atmosphere so we can hear better because we have a lot of ugly in the atmosphere. You know, the enemy's been trying to stop us for years and years and years, and it's just even worse because we're right here right now. Right. So I'm just, I'm just feeling this. When we walked in there, okay, and here, here's the day-to-day -day thing just really quick. Mm -hmm. I could have had the choice not to go with her, mm -hmm. uh, but I was feeling, and she was needing to go into this store. But when we walked in, it felt like this push, but I could also feel it behind me and at floor level, so it was like a complete invading of this this particular <laughs> I establishment chills. i just got chills when you said invading evading yeah it's invading. like it's like we invaded it invaded. with his presence <laughs> we did so we totally did i'm hearing god say it's it doesn't awesome. matter where you are with him like you and i'm not talking about being in total sin or anything like we're just talking about your relationship with him whatever he tells you to do do no matter how weird because it's exponentially going to take off. Yeah, the really with this this God, I just feel this this power. Yeah, we can um, feel it. It's really strong. It's very cool. Uh, it's I real cloudy. I know. I'm just watching the presence of God just roll in too. Yeah. So thank you, Lord. So what's happening is that the Lord is ready. It's time. So for all of the last year, the year before, whatever, the decade before, we said, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting on God. Mm -hmm. Well, here we are mm -hmm. in 2020, mm -hmm. and things are happening, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm 
living proof of it. As a matter of fact, praise report, but what happened to me last like week or whatever, whenever it was, mm -hmm. I went to the eye doctor. Okay, I've been nearsighted ever since I was a child, and it's always just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. That's what it does. It gets worse, right? There's no cure. You know, you just have to wear glasses or contacts, right? So I started to not be able to see out of my glasses, like, at all. And I was like, oh, my, oh, my, my eyes have gotten worse. I better go, you know. And the, the, the gentleman, he kept saying, your, your eyes have changed a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I know they've changed a lot. And, and I didn't think anything of it. I didn't say anything else. And then when I got home and I looked at my prescription, Okay, so I was at minus 3.75. So that's, that was pretty blind. Like, yeah. And then I look at my prescription, and it's minus one and a half in one eye and minus two in the other. Like, my eyes are healed almost completely. I keep forgetting to, to put them on when I go outside. Like, they're so close to being healed. And I've asked God for that. I've asked Him for that sign actually mm -hmm. for many years. And so to me, it was a sign. It was a sign saying, here we are. Here, we're, we're going to go now. We're going to start seeing those miracles. Mm -hmm. We're going to start seeing things and experiencing things that we've never experienced before. And we have to be open so that when we do pray, when we do minister to people, that God can have you, use you, use your hands and feet. Be his hands and feet. Here. That's our cat. <laughs> the cat just came in. Oh, she laid down. Oh, cool. You won't see the tail this time. <laughs> Flopping around. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to sit here a second here. He's also saying, tell them how the love is going to become exponential. Um, I'm hearing on a feeling level as well as demonstration. Um, it's weird. I see like the presence of God going over people. And <laughs> I love this movie. The movie Noah with the rock guys. Oh, yeah. So I see people have rock on them. Hardness. Sorry. He gives me very definite pictures. But I see that love like melting that off. And I'm hearing him say he's going to melt it off of families. And generations that are alive, you know, grandparents, great-grandparents, children, grandchildren, whatever, great-grandchildren. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's like, it's almost like, too, when you see a picture, a, a computer-generated picture where they make it uh, almost disappear, like fade, but then it's like it's coming back in 3D or 5D or whatever you call it, I don't know. She's the graphic designer, I, not me. I have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's very clear and crisp. In other words, they're whole. People are whole. That's what I'm trying to get to. He shows me funny pictures sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just keep hearing the word wholeness and regeneration, restoration, reparation, restitution, redemption. Reconciliation. Yes, all of it. Which we have the spirit of and we need to remember that we've been given that spirit of reconciliation mm -hmm. we are to com we are to do community and to do mm -hmm. that we we have to wield our free will 
effectively. Mm -hmm. I think that everybody should do a free will audit of their mm -hmm. life. You know, like, what decisions have I recently made that have been poor? Uh, how could I have done mm -hmm. them differently? I'll try to do that next time. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, really take the time. Because even if you ask God to correct all your flaws, mm -hmm. you know, nine times out of ten, he's going to say, you correct your flaws. You know, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to step up and do what you have to do? Mm -hmm. Are you expecting me to do it for you? Mm -hmm. Because that's not who God is. Mm -hmm. God will do it for you when he decides, at his timing, at his whatever. Mm -hmm. He can and he will just do things for us without us even asking. But when we're asking, a lot of, a lot of times there's, we have our part and we're missing it. We're being silent. And... Um, we're still drinking milk. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people are still in that mode of mm -hmm. not reading their Bible, you know, and, mm -hmm. and really leaning on God's Word, who is Jesus, by the way, the living Word. So, yeah, what else, Holy Spirit? What else do you want to say? Oh, um, we talked about righteousness a little bit and sanctification. Um, but he also is bringing up holiness. We need to choose holiness. Um, how to be holy. In our thoughts, in, our, in what we see with our visual. I think this little remote lost it. We lost you for a second there. <laughs> and my little remote that goes to my camera, I, it was flashing and I think it died. And it turned off video while it died so that's joyous <laughs> we're just rolling with it well that's it mm -hmm. roll with it technology technology is awesome so what about obedience disobedience mm -hmm. you know again that's for our free will mm -hmm. we can be disobedient mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times we're disobedient and we don't even know it because we didn't even check in yeah yeah. In the first place, to make the right decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a huge thing we need to really talk about. Yeah. Because I think we get ourselves in places and we're like, well, what happened? What happened? What happened? How did I get here? Mm -hmm. And it's it's either we totally didn't know, which is, can happen, yeah. or we're just straight out disobedient, just like Jenna said, just in the fact of not even asking the Lord in the beginning or just purposely choosing anyway. Yeah. And what did you say yesterday? Indecision is a decision, decision in, in itself. itself. That is completely passive and disobedient. And um, yeah, and you're still, you know what? You're, you're still going to reap that indecision. Sure. Yeah, you're not going to get what you want. And you, it's like, it's like you're not going to blame anybody, but you're not going to blame yourself. So you just don't make the decision. Yeah. That's so messed up. I mean, but there's... We do it all the time. Well, it's interesting because there's a waiting on a lot of times for things. Even though we've chosen, you have to wait sometimes. Yes. And there's reasons for that. God has reasons. And then sometimes, like, you can let things play out, if you will. You just let them play out. And I don't think there's anything hugely wrong with some of that stuff. But when you're just completely just don't want to make any decision, 
uh, yeah, you, there's well, problems there. You're going to have some, you're going to get somewhere you don't really want to be. That reminds me of um, something. Mm-hmm. I have, I actually was, like when I was staring at Sharon, I was shaking and having a little mini uh, seizure. Oh, I'm still going. It just does weird things to me, that's all. Mm. Makes me forget things. My head goes crazy. So what was I going to say? I don't know. It was something about being obedient or disobedient. Indecision. Indecision. Letting things play out. Hmm. We can cut this out. Yeah. I, I mean, I really am like... Probably the sugar and Uh-oh. caffeine. Uh-oh. Combined. Uh-oh. I bet that's it. What it is, huh? I would imagine, because I'm just like... Okay. Like, I can't even... Think? <laughs> I can't think straight. Give us something Coming up, she knows when I don't feel well. And she brings me lizards. She <laughs> so we had a lizard day yesterday. There, there she is. Lots of lizards. She's um, going to lay right down oh, on top of our computers. Hi. <laughs> she would get the butt shot. <laughs> oh my goodness, kitty. Lay down. Oh, um, there we go. She's going to roll off the table? Going to roll right off the table like she did the other day. I think um, a lot of times when we have free will, Jesus died so we could choose him and choose love. And he, he gives us the choice of choosing him. And before us is good and evil. And the book of Joshua, it says, and Deuteronomy, I believe, it says, um, on this day before you, I, I, you know, I set before you life and death. <clears throat> choose life it's in two different places that I know of uh, but I also know that um, in our choices God wants us to freely choose him because he wants relationship he wants to have relationship with us uh, we also know that other people are allowed to have free will so their choices often um, can again affect other people and we can't get mad at them for choosing something else when we pray we're going to walk into witchcraft mm -hmm. if we think well this person should be doing that well that's witchcraft you're choosing for them you're putting your will on them 
So I highly recommend you don't do that because you're in great error. Even just coming out of your mouth saying, oh, well, I think they should have done this and why didn't they do that? All that attitude just absolutely makes me, you know, fingernails on the chalkboard thing. Yeah, well, it's not cool. It's witchcraft. Yeah. I mean, you can't make decisions for others. And here's, here's another reason it's witchcraft, or, or I should say the reason it's powerful, is that there's power in of life tongue. and death in your tongue. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we speak and what we speak is really critical because it does go out in the atmosphere. I've seen it. I've, I've seen negativity, and it's not good looking. It goes straight to that person or that situation that you, you know. Right. Prayed with uh, demands for, mm -hmm. you know, um, and it could be as easy as, you know, I wish my nephew Johnny would take that job so he could be closer to his mother. So I pray, Lord, that Johnny get that mm -hmm. job. That's witchcraft. Right. That's. Yeah, all those goodwill intentions that you think you have for that person. No. And I guarantee you. First of all, you don't know the situation. I don't care how much you think you know that person. You don't know what's in their heart. You don't know what they talk to about God uh, or how, what God has for them. You're interfering with what God has for them. You're judging. OMG, yes. Terrible, yeah. Yeah. terrible judgment call on your part if you do that exactly. stuff. Or even if you, well, that minister just said that or whoever, whatever person is being talked about in that manner. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, you know, you're just cursing them and you're bringing it on yourself. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. It's not good. We really, in, at this time in history, this kingdom age that we're in, we really have to be careful what we think and what we mm -hmm. say. Because thoughts, negative thoughts, mm -hmm. also go out into the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. That's why we're supposed to take our thoughts captive, mm -hmm. right? That's one reason. And it's difficult because in sometimes we go through this, God is showing me this, these phases where it's like, you know, you're in a phase where you're walking your salvation out. Maybe it's early, maybe it's not in your, in your walk, but, um, you know, you're talking crap about other people, you know, about the pastors, about the pastor's wife, about, you know, your coworkers, coworkers. Yes. Your boss, everybody talks crap about their boss. Mm -hmm. or whatever and and then you realize that that's not a good thing to do <laughs> at some point growing up in in Christ mm -hmm. and walking out your salvation so then you have go through this phase or, where you're not saying it but you're still thinking it that is still affecting mm -hmm. the other person or the other people mm -hmm. because it comes out in your actions somewhere usually oh yeah yeah it mm -hmm. it, it and then, of course, if we don't talk crap at work, we'll just go home and do it, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and that, that has to stop. And what mm -hmm. we're supposed to be thinking of is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And everything that the Bible says about him and, and his love for us. Oh, my gosh. I just felt really like he really wants you to know he loves you. Mm -hmm. Like, he loves us mm -hmm. so much. It's indescribable. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about the different forms of love, you know, the agape, agape and the mm -hmm. other ones, but um, we can't even understand his love. No. We, we don't have a clue. Mm -hmm. We barely have an idea. There's so much mm -hmm. more to it. Um, 
God is love, mm-hmm. you know, and he's asking that our choices that we make are made in love. Mm-hmm. You know? Because often those negative thoughts come out in an attitude. Oh, what? <laughs> so it, it's kind of a step-by-step thing. Yeah. So if the brain, you know, you may not be saying anything, but you're thinking it, then it comes out in an attitude or an action. It turns, then it turns into the action too, in yes. some form. It comes out in some form. Or it just sits deeply and, and becomes bitterness. Correct. You know, there's that. Yeah, there's a bad thing there. Yeah. yeah, you can hold all that in, you think. You think you're holding it all in. Yeah, you know, uh, nope, brain just went, this happens, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. <laughs> I'm like, wait, it's not, it's not my fault. I'm just sick. Um, yeah, I don't know. I do not. Kind of scary actually <laughs> to just check out like that especially during um mm-hmm. doing a video cast mm-hmm. it's um it's difficult mm-hmm. it's really difficult mm-hmm. but i still choose god every day so. mm-hmm. and choose life every day yes yes the choice is before you choose life or death yeah i mean that's the bottom line And if you have those toxic thoughts, you need to read your word. Yes. Because that gets rid of them. When you start to understand that, first of all, not everyone's against you because that's a typical negative attitude person or everything's not in your favor or however you want to see it. Once you start losing all that, you start enjoying life and people and yeah, you sleep better. I know my, uh, well, I hate to bring this up. I won't. Never mind. (laughs) But if you sleep well, uh, yeah, that's usually a good sign that your conscience is clear. <laughs> well, well, you're at peace. I'm just going to say peace. like that. You're at peace. I was peace. just going to say that. You're it's at peace. peace. Uh, and peace. that just means you're not letting all that stuff, like, you know, push you a certain way in your life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're taking control of your thought life mm-hmm. and you're feeding it with holiness mm-hmm. and righteousness. Mm-hmm. And that's all that we could do. And we are offered as a promise, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. Like that peace is what we felt when we gave our life to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, that peace, that peace that feels just so amazing and comfortable and loving. Mm-hmm. And we can walk in that every day mm-hmm. and, it, and it gets easier and easier. Mm-hmm. You just choose him more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it is. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's That's a where you get peace, by the way, is by choosing. It's by choosing, mm-hmm. yeah. And it turns into, we carry his righteousness right. because he died for that. So the more you choose him, the more peaceful you become. Yes. Yeah, it isn't, you can't get peace from avoiding people, avoiding situations, avoiding everything in your life. That does not bring peace. All that does is isolate you. And it <laughs> doesn't do anything. More problems down the line. Yeah, absolutely. It always comes back up. Yeah, it'll never yeah. go away. Yeah. Yeah. And I guarantee you still don't sleep at night anyway. Yeah, and you know, something <laughs> as well is that, or I want to say as well, is that um, this piece is found, um, oh, my brain did it again. What was I going to say about peace? Mm. When you choose mm-hmm. Jesus, mm-hmm. you're choosing life. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not that your life is going to be free from issues, mm-hmm. because 
there are issues. Mm -hmm. and, and often when we even give our lives over to Christ, mm -hmm. our life just turns upside down in so many ways because now we have just Holy stepped, Spirit. Well, you just stepped into a war. So, you stepped for your into soul. a war, exactly. Right. Um, and the cool thing is that we're promised that we're the winning side. So you mm -hmm. can begin to know peace during the hard times. Mm -hmm. and, and that's really important. Mm -hmm. um, it's important for me with all the medical condition, conditions um, that I'm dealing with and uh, some are, are rare. So even doctors are clueless about what, I, what I'm dealing with. Um, but in the middle of it, mm -hmm. I can still have peace mm -hmm. because I know that all of this is going to be used for something wonderful. You know, every tear I cry or every tear you cry, mm -hmm. you know, he saves them and mm -hmm. he's going to use it for good. Absolutely. Look, we're dead. <laughs> you know, it's like all of a sudden, I think we're dead. The envelope is closed. Yeah. Done. Finished. Well, this, this was a weird day, but uh, don't forget to spread the word. Be you, share you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please visit our website at hardwiredforlife.com. Production and editing done in-house at Hardwired for Life. Music by Alexander Nakaranda at Degenerate Blues.